Hello, and welcome back to another installment of Your Money and a Cup of Joe. I'm your host, Ryan Ruff. It's great to see you. Great to have you with us here for another episode. We've got Joe Kaleo, the lead over at the Kaleo Wealth Management Group at UBS. He'll be joining us momentarily. But look, first, of course, we want to thank you for finding your way back to the show. As you know, Joe and I are going to cover a different complex financial topic each episode. You know, we've cut, we've had a few great conversations in the past. We've got a great one teed up for you today. Today's conversation, what makes an elite wealth manager elite exactly you know there's a lot of wealth management groups out there a lot of wealth managers themselves you know talking the talk walking the walk in some instances but today we're going to get into what truly makes the elite the elite so luckily we've got joe to lean on that for his uh for his knowledge in this space so joe hey great to see you welcome aboard glad to have you back here ryan great to be back great to see you again Absolutely. And hey, Joe, so to get our conversation rolling, you know, our topic of the day, elite wealth managers, you know, what should, you know, people be looking at when they're examining the right financial advisor uh, to, you know, to be their guy, their gal, uh, and what that full range of capabilities looks like. So let's first start today by acknowledging that there are a lot of financial professionals these days that call themselves wealth managers and describe themselves as elite or world class. How are people that are looking to make smart decisions about their wealth supposed to assess who lives up to that claim and who doesn't? Yeah, great question, Ryan. Let's start there. Let's start with wealth managers, right? Because a lot of people want to put that on their business card or put it on their website because it sounds great. But then what's behind the title and what's actually behind the substance of what they deliver? And so those are some of the things I think we do need to talk about and uncover so people can understand what it is that they're getting for their money. Sure. And I'd like to take a little bit of a deeper dive here as a whole, Joe, into uh, you know wealth management, really. Specifically, let's look into the investment management side. What does this look like uh, you know, when it's being done with that true overall wealth management approach as a whole? Yeah, oftentimes when people look at investment management, they're talking about increasing their liquid wealth, right? The things that they invest in on an everyday basis that if they sell today, they can get back tomorrow or Monday or Tuesday in very short order, right? They're investing in stocks, they're investing in bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, but things they can get in and out of very quickly. That's investment management right? How much is your risk? How much risk do you want to take? That's the asset allocation of investment management. So to me, that's investment management, but wealth management is a much bigger picture than that. Sure. And let's, let's unpack that a little bit. You're saying it's not, it's not fully enough to be considered a true wealth manager if you're specifically, you know, looking at investment planning. So then, you know, why or exactly why exactly is there an overall wealth planning component then to it as well? Could we talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So wealth planning looks at the overall picture of what people are doing. If investment management is the fairly liquid aspect of investments, right? The product mix, if you will. Wealth management then even looks at the illiquid investments. Maybe if they're a business owner, their business, their home, real estate, how are they structuring those investments? Who owns them? What kind of account are they in? Who's the owner and how are they titled? So wealth planning is a much bigger picture that impacts a lot more. Got it. So when we talk about going beyond investing here, Joe, what types of areas overall are we, are we talking about? Because I know there's a lot that goes into wealth planning. Let's Let's get into what these different areas look like. 
Yeah, so let's break this down into several areas, Ryan. So start with income tax planning, for example, right? Some people want, how can I reduce my income taxes and do it legally and properly each and every year? We look at that. Look at estate planning. How are your assets structured? How are they titled? How are they going to be transferred? And when does that transfer take place? While you're living or after? That's something that we're going to look at. If we're talking about you're a business owner, business succession planning. There are eight ways to transfer or exit your business, four internally and four externally. How do you want to do it? How and when do you want to do it? We look at that. Asset protection. Some of the things that people forget about more than anything else is making sure that your assets aren't unjustly taken. Well, we need to make sure that they're protected properly and titled properly. Charitable tax planning. So people often want to give to charity, but what's the most effective and efficient way to do so? Is it now? Is it through another vehicle? And then how do you get them there? So charitable tax planning is very important. And then life management planning, making sure that the assets you have are going to satisfy your goals in the time and manner that you wish. Got it. So the, all those factors, when grouped together, that tells me that this is a wealth manager. This is the person I should be working with. But let's take that a step further here, Joe. Let's say I want to find that wealth manager that is that elite level, that truly is the elite level. What does that mean in this case? When so if a wealth manager handles all of what you had just mentioned, what does the, you know, what does the elite wealth manager do in addition to all of that? Well, I think there's two components to elite wealth management. They've got to have a technical expertise and they've got to be personable, right? Technical expertise, do they have the ability to deliver either directly or indirectly with other professionals the manner and the methods in which you want to accomplish your goals? And then they've got to be personable. You want to be likable. And you don't have to be best friends, although oftentimes elite wealth managers do become very close with their clients. But being personable becomes very important and understanding a client at their deepest values. Sure. Now, I would imagine, given the plethora of wealth managers that exist out there today, that's probably not the case with all of them. I would imagine not all of them get that, to that intimate level with their clients or, or really tap into all of the areas that you listed. Is, am I correct in saying that? Yeah, you are, Ryan, because studies have shown over 90% of all financial advisors are really investment advisors, and they're focused on products, and they're focused on investments, and that's great. Obviously, they're filling a need because that's what clients want. Wealth management then goes to a whole nother level of goals, understanding who's important to you, the relationships, whether it's family or friends or charities or schools. Who else is important to you, like advisors? What other advisors do you trust? Know that they're competent and delivering on a highly capable basis. What are the, what are the, the items that really matter to you as a person or to your family? Understanding what's important to you about your occupation, whether you work for someone or with others. Who are those people? What are those entities? How are you doing some of the things that you're doing? So understanding at a very deep and personal level becomes very important and part of the wealth management process. 
Sure. And this really ties back into our initial conversation, Joe, where we talked about the human element and how that plays a role in wealth management overall. Cause you know, in order to give the best recommendations, provide the best strategies, you need to make sure that you're, you're, you've got the client's goals first and the client's goals, you know, at the forefront of the conversation. So I, I, I like that this is really, you know, it comes back to this human element in a way, correct? It does always comes back to the human element because what someone's goals are today may not be the same tomorrow. You never right. know when something has changed in their life. And if you're just focused on the investments, you could easily miss something that's become very important or personal to them. And so that's why you've got to maintain what's important to them as a person. Sure. So can you give me an example maybe of what this process, this conversation even with a client looks like, um, you know, in terms of the true elite level wealth management? Yeah. So we do have a very deep understanding and we go through basically a 60 to 120 minute, one to two hour kind of interview conversation, getting to understand their values, getting to understand who the people are in their life that they really know, like, trust, love. Right. Well, who are the entities or what are the entities that are valuable, important to them? Might have been a school that they attended, might be some charities that they support, a church or a synagogue that they attend. What are the entities that are important to them? Who are those other advisors? What do they do for fun? What are the hobbies that they like to do? Do they like to read? Is it sports? Do they travel? Is it food? Is it the arts? What are the things that they like to do that get them excited? What do they do to rest and recharge their batteries? Or is it something that's high energy? Go to the mountains, go to the beach, whatever it might be. But we want to know all that. Right, because ultimately at the end of the day, it's their hobbies, their interests, their goals in life that are going to ultimately factor into how they want their money managed. It's it, it sounds simple, but it's when you package in investment planning, tax planning, all those different layers – you know, you can almost forget about such an important element uh, that that resides at the at the forefront of it all. So, at the top of our conversation, Joe, the, I mean, the topic really was what makes that elite wealth manager elite exactly. What I'm gathering from this conversation is that elite wealth management is ultimately about getting to know the client at a really deep level, and then using their knowledge, you know, that knowledge of understanding somebody at that deep level to then provide the strategies, provide the tools that will get them to the goals that they later want in life. Am I correct in saying this? Yeah, there's absolutely no doubt, right? So to go back and, and circle back to where we were at the beginning, investment management is a piece. It is a component and an important component of wealth management. It's the sleeve inside the overall picture. But you have to have an overall understanding of that complete picture to deliver everything that the client wants. I completely understand it. Joe, is there anything else in regards to just this elite level of wealth management that you'd want to share with our audience today? Just from your experiences working in the space or just, you know, in talking with other advisors that exist out there. You know, anything else yeah. you want to share with us? Yeah, there is, Ryan, actually, because I, I, what I see more than anything else, an opportunity to help is – we help in a lot of corporate retirement planning and golden handcuff programs. So I bring that up because in almost every case, I see individuals who aren't taking full advantage of programs that either are in place or that could be in place. Oftentimes business owners or business leaders have an opportunity to either help themselves or to help employees or both have something be an expense to the business 
but pre-tax to them personally. If they don't understand where we can step in, give them education, give them understanding of, say, the tax code, and say, here are some ways that you can maximize tax savings today that will help you for the future. And almost every time when we sit down and show someone this, they implement because they say, I didn't even know this was available. It goes back to the people that they had in place were about investments, but not about wealth planning. And then it really begins to make a difference for people. Right. There's just there's another side of the coin. There's always more that can be done, you know, when you're you're turning over every stone. So, Joe, ultimately, look, I want to thank you for for jumping aboard today, going through what makes that elite wealth manager elite. Uh, you know, really appreciate your time. And hey, I'm looking forward to the next one already. Sounds great, Ryan. Look forward to it. See you soon. All right. See you, Joe. And hey, look, we want to thank you, our audience, for being along for the ride here on Your Money in a Cup of Joe. If you liked what you saw and like what you heard today, feel free to comment, subscribe to the show on platform or share this knowledge with friends and family. You know, ultimately, we're talking about some great financial topics here, and we'd hate for you to miss out on any beneficial information that comes from this show. So for Joe Kaleo, I'm Ryan Ruff saying so long, and we thank you so much for joining us here on today's episode of Your Money and a Cup of Joe. This presentation is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be relied upon as investment advice or the basis for making any investment decisions. The views and opinions expressed may not be those of UBS Financial Services Incorporated. UBS Financial Services Incorporated does not verify and does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information presented. This material is made available for use by CEG. Neither UBS Financial Services Incorporated nor any of its employees provide tax or legal advice. You should consult with your personal tax or legal advisor regarding your personal circumstances. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients, UBS Financial Services Incorporated offers investment advisory services in its capacity as an SEC registered investment advisor and brokerage services in its capacity as an SEC registered broker dealer. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways, and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. It is important that clients understand the ways in which we conduct business, that they carefully read the agreements and disclosures that we provide to them about the products or services we offer. For more information, please review the PDF document at UBS.com slash relationship summary. UBS Financial Services Incorporated is a subsidiary of UBS AG, member FINRA, member SIPC. Joe Kaleo at Kaleo Wealth Management Group, UBS Financial Services Incorporated. Office address 200 West Highway 6, Suite 400 in Waco, Texas, 76712.